Sunday Stories is a podcast presentation of Christ Episcopal Church North Hills in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Hello, welcome to Sunday Stories. My name is Deacon Lorena, and I love to share good stories with you. Do you have a piggy bank? A piggy bank can be any shape and size just so long as it safely stores the coins we receive as an allowance for doing chores or as gifts. Usually the coins in our piggy banks are pennies, nickels, dimes, and quarters. Have you ever looked closely at the coins? Each coin has its own picture and image that tells a story and gives us a message. In Jesus' time, there are coins too. One coin, a denarius, has an image and a clear message. The message is money must be paid to the emperor who is in charge. In today's gospel from St. Matthew, Jesus uses this coin, the denarius, to teach a lesson about who God is and what God wants. You see, the Pharisees who dislike Jesus want to get rid of him, so they try many times to trap or trick him. Each time Jesus redirects their attention to God, to what is most important, he says that we are made in the image of God, that we are to love and to follow God's ways, and to not let other things separate us from God. But the Pharisees, who are the religious leaders, do not want to listen because they believe they know best, and they just want to get rid of Jesus. So they ask for help from the Herodians, who also dislike Jesus, and together they ask him a trick question about money. But once again, Jesus outsmarts them by asking them to look closely at the message on the money. If the emperor puts his image which is a picture of his face on the coin, then the emperor sends the message that money is most important to him. So, Jesus says, give the emperor the money that he asks for. But what image, Jesus asks, is on us? If scripture says that we are made in God's image, then that means we are most important to God. So then what do we give to God? Hmm, a good question. Once again, Jesus directs the Pharisees' attention back onto what is most important, and it certainly is not money. In today's Sunday story, a little girl named Rosa has a piggy bank, and she and her mother and her grandmother save and save until they can afford to buy something that is more important to their family than all the money in the world. Let's listen to today's Sunday story. A Chair for My Mother by Vera B. Williams My mother works as a waitress in the Blue Tile Diner. After school, sometimes I go there to meet her. Then her boss, Josephine, gives me a job to do. I wash the salts and peppers and fill the ketchups. 
One time I peeled all the onions for the onion soup. When I finish, Josephine says, Good work, honey, and she pays me. And every time, I put half of my money into the jar. It takes a long time to fill a jar this big. Every day when my mother comes home from work, I take down the jar. My mama empties all her change from tips out of her purse for me to count. Then we push all of the coins into the jar. We sit in the kitchen to count the tips. Usually Grandma sits with us too. While we count, she likes to hum. Often she has money in her old leather wallet for us. Whenever she gets a good bargain on tomatoes or bananas or something she buys, she puts by the savings and they go into the jar. When we can't get a single other coin into the jar, we are going to take out all the money and go buy a chair. Yes, a chair. A wonderful, beautiful, fat, soft armchair. We will get one covered in velvet with roses all over it. We are going to get the best chair in the whole world. That is because our old chairs burned up. There was a big fire in our other house. All our chairs burned. So did our sofa, and so did everything else. That wasn't such a long time ago. My mother and I were coming home from buying new shoes. I had new sandals. She had new pumps. We were walking to her house from the bus, and we were looking at everyone's tulips. She was saying she liked red tulips, and I was saying I liked yellow ones. Then we came to our block. Right outside our house stood two big fire engines. I could see a lot of smoke. Tall orange flames came out of the roof. All the neighbors stood in a bunch across the street. Mama grabbed my hand and we ran. My Uncle Sandy saw us and ran with us. Mama yelled, Where's Mother? I yelled, Where's Grandma? My Aunt Ida waved and shouted, She's here, she's here, she's okay, don't worry. Grandma was all right. Our cat was safe too, though it took a while to find her. But everything else in our whole house was spoiled. What was left of our house was turned to charcoal and ashes. We went to stay with my mother's sister, Aunt Ida, and Uncle Sandy. Then we were able to move into the apartment downstairs. We painted the walls yellow, and the floors were all shiny, but the rooms were very empty. The first day we moved in, the neighbors brought pizza and cake and ice cream, and they brought a lot of other things, too. The family across the street brought a table and three kitchen chairs. The very old man next door gave us a bed from when his children were little. My other grandpa brought us his beautiful rug. My mother's other sister, Sally, had made us red and white curtains. Mama's boss, Josephine, brought pots and pans, silverware, and dishes. My cousin brought me her own stuffed bear. Everyone clapped when Grandma made a speech. You are the kindest people, she said. And we thank you very, very much. It's lucky we're young and can start all over.
That was last year. But we still have no sofa and no big chairs. When Mama comes home, her feet hurt. There's no good place for me to take a load off my feet, she says. When Grandma wants to sit back and hum and cut up tomatoes, she has to get as comfortable as she can on a hard kitchen chair. So that is how come Mama brought home the biggest jar she could find at the diner, and all the coins started to go into the jar. Now the jar is too heavy for me to lift down. Uncle Sandy gave me a quarter, and he had to boost me up so I could put it in. After supper, Mama and Grandma and I stood in front of the jar. Well, I never would have believed it, but I guess it's full, Mama said. My mother brought home little paper wrappers for the nickels and the dimes and the quarters. I counted them all out and wrapped them all up. On my mother's day off, we took all the coins to the bank. The bank exchanged them for $10 bills. Then we took the bus downtown to shop for our chair. We shopped through four furniture stores. We tried out big chairs and smaller ones, high chairs and low chairs, soft chairs and harder ones. Grandma said she felt like Goldilocks in the Three Bears trying out all the chairs. Finally, we found the chair we were dreaming of, and the money in the jar was enough to pay for it. We called Aunt Ida and Uncle Sandy. They came right down in their pickup truck to drive the chair home for us. They knew we couldn't wait for it to be delivered. I tried out our chair in the back of the truck. Mama wouldn't let me sit there while we drove, but they let me sit in it while they carried it up to the door. We set the chair right beside the window with the red and white curtains. Grandma and Mama and I sat in it while Aunt Ida took our picture. Now Grandma sits in it and talks with people going by in the daytime. Mama sits down and watches the news on TV when she comes home from her job. After supper, I sit with her, and she can reach right up and turn out the light if I fall asleep in her lap. Wouldn't you love to snuggle in a big comfy chair like that? Maybe you have a snuggle chair already. In the big beautiful chair, Rosa rests in the warmth and love of her family, which is more important than anything else in the world to her. Even though Rosa loses many things in the fire, she did not lose what is most important, her mama, her grandma, her cat, and their life together. In fact, when there is a party and many people bring gifts of furniture, pots and pans, and other things for their new apartment, Rosa learns about the love and kindness of her neighbors. Rosa learns how important life is and that it is more important than all the money in the world. But how do we do this? We need money to live. We can't just pretend that money is not necessary. We need to earn money and save money in our piggy banks, just like Rosa and her family do, to buy clothes, 
food and to share with others and to save for important things. Jesus says that money is important to live, yes, but that money is not the most important thing. He says that what we do with the life God gives us is the most important thing. I think Rosa and her family show us how to cherish the life God gives to us through their love for each other and their gratitude for their neighbor's kindness. And when we do this, we will give to God what God wants most from us. And that is to listen to God, to do justice, love kindness, and walk humbly with our God. Gracious God, giver of all things good, thank you for making us in your image. Help us to remember you in all that we say and do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Sunday Stories is a podcast presentation of Christ Episcopal Church North Hills in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania.